This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we're back here. It's absolutely teeming down with rain outside. And to be quite honest with you, the goals should have been teeming down on Villa's goal today. Because Brentford, particularly in the second half, were all over this Villa team. Listen, we put our podcast today, if you haven't checked it, we put our podcast this week, which said about Villa being on a million pounds a week compared to Brentford, who are under 200, um, sorry, a million pounds a week compared to Brentford's 200,000 pounds a week. And trust me, you would never have known who was on a million, who was on 200,000 today, because Brentford plays some wicked football, some passing football. We got the ball on the deck. We had shots. The Villa keeper was man of the match today. Trust me, he pulled off some wicked, wicked saves. If you check out um, today, um, Sport Five, like you know, um, Channel Five Sport, um, the Channel Five Football Show, you will see what is going on. If you check out the YouTube later or tomorrow, you'll see what's going on because we were very, very unlucky again. And the most annoying thing is you start walking back towards the pub. And you've got these Villa fans saying, you are unlucky today, you should have won. That's a great thing to hear, but it's also the most annoying thing to hear, because we know we should have won, you know we should have won, everyone knows we should have won, but when you look at that piece of paper and you see nil all, that's all people see, that Brentford didn't win against Villa today. And trust me, we were wicked. Second half, smashed them off the park, didn't we? You buy your luck, Bill, and today we didn't buy it. Um, you win games by scoring goals. Uh, Watkins played a blinder. Brown Woods played a blinder today. Malpay was very effective up front. But we've got to have players who score goals. And we can talk about all the luck, we can talk about all the stats, but if you're not putting the ball in the back of the net, we're going to go away from places like Villa and probably Wednesday on Tuesday with a nil-nil draw or one-all draw. We've got to start scoring goals because the team's performances are good, but they don't count for Jack SHIT if we're not actually scoring goals. And, and, and again, it's a big conversations here. And listen, like I said, we like to open up the conversations. We like to talk about loads of different things and open up the conversation, not necessarily be one-minded. We've got like, James Tippett on the other day, who is a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a statistician, junior statistician he is, but still he, he knows about certain stuff. And he threw some things into the pot which made us think. At the end of the day, he talked about expected goals, which is the, the new stat that's out there at the moment now. How good your chances are, as opposed to just having 
scoring chances. I mean, I looked at the, the shots and we, we had about twice as many shots as Aston Villa today on the BBC site. It didn't, just didn't tell you about expected goals and the expected goals is how much quality your shots are. It's not about how many shots you have, how quality. We had some quality chances today. We were in front of goal, bang in the back of the net. The goalkeeper pulled off some wicked saves and at the end of the day, is if this stuff is true, what they're talking about, we would be streets ahead. We're streets ahead. But at the end of the day, we've got one more point today. We're creeping up the table. We didn't get the three points. No, but we're creeping up the table in the fact that we've got one point. You know what I'm saying? We're getting points on the table, so we're creeping up the table. QPR today, they got three points because they won at home. They don't play great football, they got the three points. So what we need to do is we need to put the ball in the back of the net. Very, very frustrating today, wasn't it? Yeah, I had to, I, you know, it's a bit frustrating. It's, if you look at it as a neutral, it's kind of typical of what you would expect from two teams in the position that they're in. If you ignore the fact that they've won the European Cup 200 years ago and we're Brentford. But, you know, we came, we were the better team. The manager has been quite, has got a lot of praise for us and the way we played today. We have to take a point and it's considering the churn that we've had during the transfer window, it's, we have to take baby steps and you have to be satisfied with the point. So you're happy with the result today, are you? So happy with the result. Yeah, there's obviously a bit of disappointment, as you would have expected. We play again. It's another game where we played well enough to win, and we haven't won. That's something that we need to address. Villa boy and girls in the house today. We're all inside. We were outside a minute ago, but some sort of monsoon. I think we've got the hurricane come over from the Caribbean over here now. So we're all holed inside this pub, and we might have to stay here for the next week, which is probably not a bad thing actually. No, that's it? true. It's a very good pub, so. yeah, which is good. The, Bar- the Barton's Arms actually, which is a wicked, wicked pub. I have to say, Villa. You're very, very lucky. You're very lucky about this yeah. one. But listen, not only are you lucky about this pub, but you are lucky today because <laughs> you shouldn't have got anything out of today. I mean, you got. I admit, the mighty, mighty bees were quite mighty today, weren't we? <laughs> um, I'm not sure you were that mighty. We were very poor, though, to be fair. So the fact that Sam Johnson was our best player says everything. Who's Sam it? Johnson, sorry? Yeah, that'd be our goalkeeper. Our goalkeeper making three good saves in the second half. Clearly, you were the better team, so undeniable. But when you say we weren't mighty, we, we were mighty <laughs> in the fact that we had three really good chances in the second half that we should have put into the back of the net. Uh, when I say you're not mighty, I'm just mildly winding you up. You should, you <laughs> should, you should have won the game. <laughs> so. I mean, but listen, just come to the game today because at the end of the day obviously you're nervous you're trying to get yourself up the table we have played like this every single game and we haven't really got the points on the card so we know that we need to do something to do it so at the end of the day there was a bit of a stalemate going on you can see both sides didn't want to lose as well couldn't you yeah I think that's fair enough Um, we did look like we were playing for a draw probably from the start to be fair but mostly definitely in the second half so yeah it's it's very it's very hard to comment because we have no idea what's going on with our team right now. <laughs> it's the truth, yeah, which is true. And, then, and you say that as well because the first half, okay, there was sitting there and you had a kind of closes, and it's one of those games where it was end to end, but there was like not really much happening near the goals. <laughs> but then in, that's a fair description, actually. But in the second really fair description, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in the second half, we kind of just like basically, I think that we look like don't go behind at half time, and the second half we just ramped it up, and and also. 
we've lost three players, as you know. We lost Hotter, we've lost Dean, and we've lost uh, Colin. Three quality players, but what I love today is the players that come in wanted to be there. The players that we had before didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be there at all, and our players were potty for it. Didn't you feel that? Yeah, um, uh, me, you look like a team with a system. You look like a team that were playing to that system. You look like a team that were playing for the manager. Um, we don't currently, so that, that was the ob- big obvious difference. Uh, but yeah, no, fair play. You, you played well, deserved the point. So, so uh, look, looking forward to a trip down to Griffin Park in a few months' time? <laughs> um, I have the obvious cop-out that I don't go away anymore. I'm, I'm the parent of a young child. I, I have that ghetto. We've all got child children. There's no excuse. <laughs> You're just scared, aren't you? <laughs> I'm scared of watching Villa away. That's very true. You're scared of the mighty, mighty bees. <laughs> You're not going to get me to say that, but well done. <laughs> you had a good game today. <laughs> So, listen, to be fair, at least the Villa fans are honest. They said we were wicked, we should have won. But we know that. Every game that we play, pretty much, we should have won, but we haven't won. So it's, a little, it's becoming a bit of a sickness, isn't it? Or is it? It's becoming a little bit predictable where we play really well and we don't win. But, you know, you have to say that it has to come. You know, we can't, we can't, we can't keep playing like this and not win. Because that, today was a winning performance. You know, you, you come to a place like Aston Villa and Villa Park, and it, it is intimidating. But we didn't look intimidating, and, and for me, that's a massive plus. And, and that's probably the highlight of the three or four years we've had in this division that we can come to some really big stadiums, and we don't. Apart from one game at Norwich last year, we're not in awe of our surroundings. We come and we play our football. Um, and, and today. On any other day we would have won and I know we've said that a lot this season on any other day we would have won but it's true no it's true it's true so it's a very false position we're not looking shaky we're looking really positive you know the, you know I, I, I haven't spoken to the Villa fans but I know for a fact that there's not one that could say that we weren't anything but unlucky so you know you've got to take you got to take um, you got to take positives out of that and you know, I never go to Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday. Another toughie, but I don't go there. I don't go there nervous, and I'm sure the players don't. I mean, we come all the way to Villa today. Okay, we're 23rd position, but coming back today, we're in the pub having a drink. Are you disappointed with what has gone down and the result? Definitely not. It's the usual. We've been already a month into the season and we cannot be unhappy the playing has been very good every single match it's a question of just getting that little bit of luck that we've been at the moment lacking every match but once the ball starts going in we'll be okay definitely I'm going to ask a question is it a case of bedding in listen you know when we've had players who have played together for a while and they know what they're doing they bed in and they feel really comfortable but the fact is that our new players are still quite new they're very new you know Watkins is new you know, male pay is new. There might be a little bit of blood, rush of blood to the head, like Watkins shot today, and great shot, and the keeper saved it. But maybe if he'd been playing for us for six months, he would have taken it in a different way. Do you think it's a case that we still need to kind of bed in with our team? I think there's a bit of that. I think there's also that that pressure that comes with being at the bottom or 20, you know, 23rd after six games. You know, as well as we're playing, you can see those nerves on the players and, and in the fans and. You know, that those shots where we had you know, good good chances at the ends, and you know you would hope they'd have put those away, but they're, they're nervous. You know we got a bit nervous at the ends. I think that'll come, and once the results start to come in, there's no no one here's depressed, no one here's worried about 
whether we're going to go down or any of that nonsense. So everyone here thinks we played well today, and everyone knows it's going to come right. We're just kind of biding time till it does. So and I think they're bedding in, and actually you might find further down the line in this season that this will do them a favour in terms of bedding in because it's probably happening without us realising it. And once the results start to come in, I think we'll be ready to fly. Got, got, the blue, got the Villa boys in the house here and today like I said to you we're inside Wicked Wicked Pub these guys you know you obviously come here every week and you've got a fantastic little boozer here that you actually have a drink with we're having a drink with you today listen points shared today we're probably a little bit gutted because we got a little, thought we got a little bit more I don't know what you thought about the game today yeah if I was talking about the game today I, I, I'd be saying Brentford did deserve to win the game probably on the amount of chances you've had to the amount of chances we've had I think we've had one one chance on target Brentford have probably had about 9 or 10 but at the end of the day Brentford were the better team you've got a lot of youngsters who are doing really well but as far as Villa are concerned we need to step up an awful lot man of the match has got to be Johnson in goals for us and that isn't how it should be for an Aston Villa fan but fair play to you Brentford you've, you've showed you've lost a lot of players and you're still up there but this is the thing people it's a bit of a fallacy you say we lost a lot of players we actually sold three players at the end of the window but we bought I think six players at the beginning of the window so we actually didn't lose players we gained players but the thought in people's minds are we've lost players so we're worse off but we already predicted they were going to go fair Fair, fair play to you. But Steve Bruce has brought in a lot of players who says they're experienced and to change our game. And at the moment, it ain't changing our game. And it's interesting you say that because we had a, a guy on our podcast the other day who says, look, you know, Steve Bruce has come in and you spent a lot of money, but the players that you're buying, they're buying them on past experience, what they've done in the past. Your John Terry's and all these people, they've done all this in the past, so you pay a lot of money for them. Our difference in style is that we buy players who we potentially think might be good in the future. You know what I'm saying? The Ryan Woods, the Malpays, the Watkins. I'll say this to you, you've probably never heard of any of them, you know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden they've come today, Watkins had, what, two shots on target, your goalkeeper saved, you know, Malpays should have scored a goal. You've not heard of these players, but all of a sudden they're now in your, your head. Brentford's almost like the discovery tool for teams like Aston Villa, because to be honest with you, you've got so much money, you'll probably buy them next season. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair play to what you say. I can understand that. The season before, we bought every top striker from the championship that scored all the goals. We bought a lot of strikers. Including Hogan from us. Yeah, who haven't proved it for us. But he We're, scored for us, so why is he scoring for us, but not for you? Hard question to answer. I, if I could answer it, I'd answer it, but I can't. We haven't got enough midfield players who are really good enough if that's going to change now with the players we bought in I'm not sure but we, we, we need Kodja back for us but at the moment we're still not right and I, 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 I wish I could give you the answer but I can't I can't but these were good today yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You, you, Brent, Brent, Brentford I would have thought deserved to win the game today on credit Definitely. Back on the train on the way back and reflecting. A bit gutter we didn't get the three points, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, 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 it's better to get a point on the table than nothing at all, I suppose, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Anything away to Villa has to be considered uh, a great, excellent result. I think we played them off the park personally. Uh, the first 10, 15 minutes, both sides probing each other. But at the end of the day, uh, I think we were the better team all day long. Even with some of the Villa people I was talking to afterwards, they just kept coming up to me and saying, you guys were the better team. I mean, we, uh, this podcast, and it's not like we make things up and we don't sort of pick two people. We just go up to them, put a microphone under their nose and they start speaking to us. And every Villa fan that we've spoken to said we played great football. Every Bees fan is saying they're a bit gutted we didn't get the result. And at the end of the day, people might say, oh yeah, but it's not good enough. But the fact is that we're playing decent football. We've got to admit we're playing decent football. We're not getting the results and we're being a bit unlucky and we haven't put the shots in the right place and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're playing decent football, surely it's got to turn around at some stage. I have to agree. It, it's absolutely... <laughs> I've got to use the word disappointing to see how much we are creating, but it's not being converted into goals. Um, but the opportunities are always there. Again, I, I think I'll call it unlucky again today. And there's so many times you can use that. But if you see the quality of the play today, like you did, like the rest of the people did, even the Villa fans randomly coming up to me today were saying, you were the better team. How you not win? Well, it's not only we were the better team, but they're saying you were organised, you were up for it, you, you were playing for the manager. And those things are very important for a side like us because they've got a lot of money Villa I mean you've got John Terry's apparently on 100 130 grand a week you know that's that's more than our that's pretty much our squad's wage for the whole week you know that's one player yeah what was interesting as well is where they kept talking about our players and not theirs as well they kept mentioning Ryan Woods they said who is that I hate to say that ginger lad in midfield they just raved about him and I told them the story about uh, Ryan and how we got hold of him they said he was a superstar today they spent more time talking about our players rather than their own so quite ironic one thing they were concerned about was exactly that how much wages they're paying and they were very conscious that this is the last year of their parachute payments as well from the relegation from the premiership is it though because they've been down there's only the second season i thought they've got another season have they not uh yeah you're right second season down but they were conscious that they need to keep planning ahead for this as well, well from the people be, i talked to well, i'm not being funny if they keep playing like that they ain't, they ain't going nowhere they're going to stay in this league and I'll be looking down the bottom end not the higher end as well if they keep playing like that without a doubt indeed indeed this is the besotted pride of a West London podcast and we are on our way back from Aston Villa we didn't get the point like we didn't do last season we didn't get the three points we got the one point Villa thought that they would play us off the park if you saw all the social media beforehand they were talking about getting three goals four goals five goals they're saying Brentford bottom of the league we're going to actually smash them today if we're going to smash any team we should smash Brentford however Brentford played the better football today and we showed you that you don't need to be spending a million pounds a week to actually play decent football but hey ho we still didn't get the three points we got a point but still away from home we might look at that at the end of the season and think that was half decent but listen beside Pride of West London podcast we've got Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday I mean I've got no idea what that's all about um, maybe that might be the game that we come to and then we've got another game on Saturday against Reading but we can say that we know for a fact that Brentford if they carry on playing like this we are going to be the absolute business check out um, the, uh, the Channel 5 show tonight if it goes up because the bees will be on here hopefully loud and clear telling what you thought but as we say it's the best team as we know as we come back from Miller as we say come on you bees the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call 
on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.